When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Lorraine Newman, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson with a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on the station at the usual time. Our guests will include Susan Silver. Susan Silver, author, speaker, and one of the original writers of the Mary Tyler Moore Show. We hope you'll join us for that. In the meantime, on the line with us right now is Ellen Gear, daughter of of actor Will Gear and the artistic director, Theatricum Botanicum Outdoor Amphitheater, founded by her father, Will Gear. The 2021 summer season of Theatricum runs through Sunday, November 7th, and includes a fresh look at Shakespeare's Julius Caesar, the world premiere of a new play, The Last Best Small Town, as well as a production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Theatricum.com, Theatricum.com for tickets and more information. Theatricum Botanicum's annual Under the Oaks series will return on Friday nights in September, beginning Friday, September 3rd. This season's schedule will include Bo Bridges and his daughter Emily Bridges in a stage reading of a new play called Acting the First Six Lessons. There'll also be an evening of Beatles songs performed by the Theatricum players and more. Again, uh, seating will remain socially distanced. Masks will be required on the day of each performance. Theatricum.com for tickets and more information. Like her father, Ellen has a lot of screen credits in addition to her theater background. We'll ask about some of her film and movie credits in just a second. But first, when, when you choose plays for the summer season, do you always mix you know, a new play with the traditional, or does this depend on... It's very, you know, it's very hard to find new plays, yeah. you know, especially for a large outdoor theater. This uh, Last Best Small Town, I, I, I heard it read, and it's by John Guerra, and, and it touches on a subject that is uh, very, uh, very alive in our culture now, and that's the business between the Latinx and the, uh, the white. And uh, it's uh, very similar to our town. It leaves you with that wonderful heartbeat that keeps the human going, no matter whether you are Latinx or you're black or you're Filipino or you're white. Mm -hmm. it, uh, it, it's the humanity of this writer, John Guerra, who's quite young, and he's done a beautiful job. And uh, it takes place in Fillmore, which is very close to Los Angeles. And so I hope uh, the you know Angelians will come see it because it it means a lot. It takes place in 2008 through 2011. Yeah, it's a wonderful piece. Uh, you're not doing this this year, but I know a few years back, Theatricum did a stage version of Harold and Maude. Now, <laughs> the, the interesting thing there is in the movie. You played you, you you played one of the women that uh, Harold dated. Oh, right, I was sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in but 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 in the play, you played Maude, so you got. To... I played Booth Gordon's part. I sure did, and my daughter played Sunshine Doré, and that was such fun because the writer Colin Higgins, he's gone, he's gone from this earth now. Mm -hmm. But he, he wrote this particular thing when he was at UCI. And, and it, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it was a play. 
be, and then it became a movie, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the play, I, I I called up the people who hold the rights and said we really would like to do it. We would love to do it, and they allowed us to do it, and it went over very well. It's very. It's very good for young people to see because you watch a, a young man trying to figure out who he is, why he's alive, what he's supposed to be doing in life, and he attaches himself to the wealth of knowledge that this older woman has to share and can love and gives him love. And uh, it, it's good. It's a good good play. Yes, it really it really is about living. You know, despite mm-hmm. despite his preoccupation with death, it really is about living. I know it really is. Yeah. <laughs> Ellen Gear is the artistic director of Theatricum Botanicum. The 2021 summer season of Theatricum Botanicum is currently underway. Uh, every weekend through Sunday, November 7th, see theatricum.com for tickets and more information. Do you, this is probably a loaded question, but let me ask it uh-oh, anyway. Uh-oh, uh-oh, look out. Do you, do you have a favorite Shakespeare play, and did your dad have a favorite Shakespeare play? No. We always love what we're doing, <laughs> you know, and as an actor, that's what you must do. You know, you read the play, yeah. and then suddenly, after you read the play, and you see how everybody works, and then suddenly you become the character, and, and you can't even see the play anymore. You just see how the character works through the play. That's one of the reasons you need a director. And uh, I, I love them all. I don't think there's a play of, that I've done of his that I haven't loved and seen the humanity in it and (laughs) well there's a reason why we're still performing the words of william shakespeare 600 years later you know Uh, you know something that's always fascinated me ed is you know we uh, uh, the stratford people in england gave us this beautiful award they only gave them to about 14 uh shakespeare people in the united states and we were one of them Mm -hmm. and they said they told us that, you know, Ellen, we don't have that many Shakespeare festivals and things like that in England, like you do in America. You have 200, 300. They're all over the place. They're in parks. They're in old gyms. They're in buildings. And and so I got to thinking, why is why do we do it so much? Why Why is it a part of our culture? And I thought, you know, I bet it's because we want to understand we're we're really a young country and the humanity that are in these old stories that he has created uh, we need to learn about him you know it's we don't get that in school <laughs> we need to learn about humanity through shakespeare i've always felt that's why absolutely the 2021 summer season of theatricum botanicum runs every weekend through sunday november 7th for tickets and more information theatricum.com stay with us folks we'll be right back Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is a fluke of the calendar. This is a fluke of the calendar. We are talking to Ellen on the Thursday of the annual Star Trek convention. And I bring that up because, you know, among the many roles you did in movies and television, you did an episode of uh, Next Generation. 
And I believe your character had FaceTime with Patrick Stewart, so there's another Shakespearean connection right there. Yeah, there sure is. <laughs> yeah, 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 the crystal entity, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and my children never spoke to me, because when they found out I killed the crystal <laughs> entity, they wouldn't speak to me. <laughs> kind of harsh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I found myself with so strange shankers, but look, they hurt my son. Don't you understand? <laughs> oh, but I, 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 you know, I've, I've never had a chance to talk to Patrick Stewart, but just listening to him in interviews, I, I would imagine, you know, I mean, it, it's when, when I when I see him as Picard, he's so mannered, and because that was the character he had to play. But like your father, he was very much a character in every sense of the word in real life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. And a very, very dear man. Yes. Very dear man. And he and he had the passion for theater and film and everything. And yeah, yeah. It's very, very good man. Very, very good man. Now we mentioned this is apropos of nothing, but uh, <laughs> we we mentioned that one of your uh, more famous uh, TV roles is you did the arc in Dallas where you performed the C-section on, on, on Sue Ellen. And given your roots in Shakespeare and, and, and given that the uh, Caesarean section was named after Julius Caesar, it's kind of appropriate that you played Dr. Crane, although I doubt one had anything to do with your landing the role. Right. <laughs> no. Yes, but that cast, uh, the cast of Dallas, had a lot of theater in them as well. Yes, they did. You know, Hagman and Barbara Bel Geddes and... Yeah, a long time ago, well, yeah. Yes, I, re- I realize when I, ask, when I ask you a question like that, Ellen, it's like asking you what you did at work 45 years ago, but I... I, I <laughs> yes, you have, to, you have to take that into account. Yes, <laughs> yes, and I, I, I appreciate your indulging me in asking the question, but... Um, That's okay. Okay. Let's see. The more I talk to actors, the more I understand why so many actors return to the stage whenever they can, not only because uh, performing on the stage allows you to get into the bones of a character like no other medium can, but there's simply, it's also the opportunity to perform every night in front of a live audience. And I would imagine it just feels good for you and your fellow players at Theatricum to perform in front of a live audience again. Oh, yeah. It, there, there's just, it's such a difference. When you're doing a screen, it's a whole different kind of concentration, who you're working with, the crew, and sometimes they won't even let you, you know, I I remember uh, uh, the one time when Haskell Wexler, he, he let us... Uh, they they let us see the dailies, you know, and that's so important. Uh, a lot of most times they won't let you see the dailies, so you can't judge, you know, how you're doing and how the character's growing. When you're in theater, you can just it's you and the audience uh, the, and the character, and it and it's marvelous. And you tell the story, and they react to it with you, and it's it's an experience. And each time it's different because it's a different audience, and they're thinking different things as they watch it. It's uh, yeah, it's. It's really the happiest for an actor, you know, unless they're afraid or, or can't throw their voice. <laughs> we mentioned that you literally were steeped in the theater. Your parents were both stage actors, and you and your siblings learned to appreciate Shakespeare from a very, very young age, and you have carried that throughout your work. 
What is the most, what would you say is the most gratifying aspect of your work and your career, Ellen? That's so, that's, that, those, those questions are always so hard. <laughs> to, try, to try and pinpoint something. Yeah. For instance, if I get depressed, I'll go read something, a poem, or out of Shakespeare, or I'll do something from literature, something from the spoken word, and then I don't need to see a psychiatrist. Yes. <laughs> there's, always, there's always something out there in life that an artist has done that can give you your spirit back if it sinks. And then if it's, you know, and also when you're on a bright, happy time in life, that's, you can read the poems that bring you down and realize how lucky you are. You know, art is so important, whether it's a dance or it's a musical instrument, you know, it's just, it's so important for the human spirit. Ellen Gear is the artistic director of Theatricum Botanicum, outdoor amphitheater founded by her father, Will Gear. The 2021 summer season of Theatricum runs through Sunday, November 7th, and includes a fresh look at Shakespeare's Julius Caesar, the world premiere of a new play, The Last Best Small Town, as well as a production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Theatricum.com, Theatricum.com for tickets and more information. Theatricum Botanicum's annual Under the Oaks series will return on Friday nights in September, beginning Friday, September 3rd. This season's schedule will include Bo Bridges and his daughter Emily Bridges in a stage reading of a new play called Acting the First Six Lessons. There will also be an evening of Beatles songs performed by the Theatricum players and more. Again, uh, seating will remain socially distanced. Masks will be required on the day of each performance. Theatricum.com for tickets and more information. I just want to say what a joy it has been to talk to you, Ellen, and I hope we'll have a chance to chat with you again on our program. Uh, Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for helping our theater and what we do. Really appreciate it. Also a reminder that you can watch the Kite Song, the Kite Song, the 30-minute experimental film written, produced, and directed by Ron Bacon. You can watch the Kite Song for free at ronbacon.net, ronbacon.net. You can follow Steve Beverly on Facebook and on Twitter at Mr. TV Classics. That'll do it for our program. This week, folks, Ed Robertson, back with Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grace, and Greg Airbar. Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. One more item. If you love Ella Fitzgerald, our friend Jeffrey Mark celebrates the music of the First Lady of Song every week on Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella. You can hear Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you find podcasts. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 
or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.